tonight on DW Investigates, ladies and gentlemen, here on Tuesdays for Tomorrow, we will be going back to the year 1977 in Stickle, Oklahoma. Tonight, on this early evening, Saturday the 12th of August, 2023, we will be, we'll be diving deep and exploring the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders. That's tonight on the Dunn Investigates. It was a very atrocious crime ever to be committed upon children. In this case, freeborn and vacationing Girl Scouts. The year is June 1977. The state is Oklahoma. And the campgrounds for this episode is Camp Scott, which is now someone's private property. But what occurred on this former camp campsite back in 1977, ladies and gentlemen, was a very speakable crime. One, that we, if you have a noggin for solving mysteries like that, one would be so certain that you would sincerely capture both your heart, your mind, and your absolute imagination. And so tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we will be looking at the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders. The Girl Scouts themselves have been around ever since the early 1900s, formed supposedly at the same time as the Boy Scouts, which is, should we say, a more scouting and adventurous wilderness organization that any kid back then until now could ever join. Since then, there have been more and more kids, usually of elementary school age, that will join the Scouts, living for a daily life of, of breathtaking adventures and just to make friends and to participate in any kind of fun summertime or after-school activities they would partake in. But ladies and gentlemen, in tonight's episode, there was an unspeakable crime that was committed against a group of 140 vacationing Girl Scouts back in June of 1977. It was a crime so shocking, so notorious, and so atrocious that the entire campsite itself had to be shut down by the next day after the uh, crime was ever committed or was committed. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we will be diving deep into this now unsolved mystery of what the police back then had called a very serious cold case into what really happened to those three Girl Scouts who were on their summertime vacation during that year. It was in June of 1977 that three Girl Scouts, their names were Lori, Michelle, and Denise, both 
in which they were eight, nine, and ten-year-olds, although Denise, the ten-year-old back then, had second thoughts of going, were looking to afford forward to their summertime vacation of having making new friends, doing arts and crafts, and exploring the wilderness when they were sent by their families in Locust Grove to Camp Scott, a local Girl Scout campsite. But it was back then in 1977, in the very beginning hours of that, before that infamous crime that began with a mysterious note that was written by some perpetrator that was looking around the area in which one of the camp counselors possibly a teenager had discovered all of her missing donuts and just left her with the empty box with the note inside it was during a very severe thunderstorm that somehow struck the area the night before the infamous murders of those two beautiful, creative, and imaginative Girl Scouts were found that had struck the campsite as soon as they arrived there. All the Girl Scouts that had been participating, all 140 of them, had been huddled up in their tents. Then, it was very early hours of... in June of 1977, as I recalled, that by the next day, the eight and nine and 10 year old Girl Scouts, who were named Lori, Denise and Michelle, were later found dead. By the next day, by one of the camp counselors that was on her way to take care of herself so even today ladies and gentlemen no one knows what really happened to those three beautiful girl scouts that lost their lives during that fun filled summertime vacation and yet the biggest question from this today's episode is this why is it still being labeled an unsolved mystery Well, let's take a step back for a moment, ladies and gentlemen, as we examine what we know or what we have learned from it. Could the Girl Scout troop that numbered the number to 140 could have known earlier in advance that there was someone looking around Camp Scott at the time of the murders? if there was someone or several persons that were looking around the campsite what was their actual mission were they actually there to spook the entire residents of that campgrounds or were they actually there to kill three innocent girl scouts as the note had said And yet, ladies and gentlemen, the reaction back then in 1977 in Oklahoma has been so overwhelming, shocking, and very atrocious. So atrocious that that by the next day, everyone was later evacuated by bus and sent back to their families. With the entire campsite, named Camp Scott, now someone's private property, 
being shut down for a time pending a official police investigation. But the main question I have to you all today, ladies and gentlemen, is this. Was those two to three innocent Girl Scouts who were aged eight, nine, and ten year old, ten years old, actually the victim of a serial killer that was looking around the place? Or were they hapless victims of an escapee that was hiding out near campsites at the time of the Camp Scouts reopening? Even today, ladies and gentlemen, I cannot give you a straight answer. But I can tell you this, the reason why it's still an unsolved mystery because the real answers to this question and many other burning questions about the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders is this. Was this believed to be a work of someone who actually knew the Girl Scout troop was coming? Or was this actually pre-planned by the killer and two accomplices? Yet, even by then, no one knows. Camp Scott as a whole has been a Girl Scout campsite ever since the late 1920s. Former Girl Scouts back then, even ages before and years before, used to go there to have a very good time during the summer and just to make new friends, do arts and crafts, participate in talent shows, go swimming, the lot. You see, when you're in the Girl Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts, either or, or even the Cub Scouts, you always could take trips like this. For me, if you ask me, I used to be in the Cub Scouts in running from 1989 to early 1991. And we used to have stuff like this before, back then. So, when I was a child. But, as for the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders, which ended a sweet, innocent, creative, and bright imaginative lives of eight-year-old Lori, nine-year-old Michelle, and 10-year-old Denise's lives wasn't the only known Girl Scout murder ever to occur during the 1970s. A couple of years back in 1975, there was another, or should we say, a more heinous and atrocious Girl Scout by the name of Marcia Trimble, who was also found dead in a creek. Again, being the innocent victim to a notorious serial killer that was working around in Nashville, Tennessee while she was out delivering Girl Scout cookies for her Girl Scout troop back then. She was nine years old when she died, and as I said before, she used to be kidnapped while she was doing her Girl Scout cookie run around her neighborhood in Nashville, Tennessee, until police officials back then in 1975 discovered her lifeless body in a creek.
supposedly blamed on an old man with suspicious habits, as they would call it. And so, ladies, so anyways, ladies and gentlemen, back to the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders. It was during this time that Camp Scott, which is a rural campsite for Girl Scouts back then in 1977, was shut down because of the three murders. It is located outside the Oklahoman town of Locust Grove, where those three Girl Scouts were originally from. As for the local police back then, they had pinpointed their suspicions and their educated guesses at a man. His name was Gary Eugene Hart, a well-known criminal who was also a prison escapee. But the biggest question of all in this case is this. Was he actually the man who committed the murders? Or he had help from two other accomplices. Even today, ladies and gentlemen, no one knows, no nobody knows for sure. Even the residents of Locust Grove are still are still being haunted by those very sad and atrocious memories of those innocent three Girl Scouts losing their lives over the summertime that later turned to be an absolute nightmare for all the other Girl Scouts that went to Camp Scott during the time just to enjoy themselves and to have fun over the summertime and to make new friends. Or we can look at it this way. We may never know why this man, this Gary Eugene Hart, who was actually arrested but later acquitted because of lack of evidence, who is now deceased. We may never know why he did it or why he committed the murders. But the biggest mysterious question of all during the time in June of 1977 is this. How did he actually know that eight-year-old Lori, nine-year-old Michelle, and 10-year-old Denise would be in tent tent number seven at Camp Scott during a very severe thunderstorm that struck the area. That, ladies and gentlemen, if you ask me, I cannot give you a straight answer. Why? Because when it comes to researching things that are of a spiritual realm, was this man ever clairvoyant? Or was this man calculating his chances to commit the crime without anyone at the campsite knowing about it? As I wrap up this, today's episode here on DW Investigates, I can only give you this answer when it comes to this episode and many other future episodes that one thing is left for certain. For those families who lost those three Girl Scouts back then in 1977, 
as well as the family of one Marcia Trimble, who lost their lives two years back in 1975. For them, it's still a painful reminder of just how we ever watch our children when they go out to play. Because things like this, even the world of today, still do happen. Kids still go missing. Kids run away. Kids are, who are at risk often have social, mental, or school problems. Or kids being sold into child slavery, or should we say sex slavery. And even kids being displaced by war, natural disasters, famine, or any kind of type of man-made disaster. But nothing would ever compare with what's going on in our world today that what happened back then in 1977 at Camp Scott. Or maybe there's another answer to this question. Since it's now a ban- since it's now owned by a family that the Girl Scouts has sold it to as private property that have been using it for reunions and other other known public events or maybe perhaps the real answers to this mystery and many other murder mysteries like this still do often linger in those woods of Camp Scott back in 1977 but for now ladies and gentlemen may the absolute sweet innocent memories of 8 year old Lori 9 year old Michelle 10 year old Denise and especially nine-year-old Marcia Trimble still be forever remembered by their own parents, including all of us. That the 1970s was just more than just another year. It was also the year it was a child innocent innocence was truly lost. But for now, May those memories of those three to four Girl Scouts I have mentioned in this episode be forever remembered and just how innocent our precious children really are, even to this day. Good night, everyone. May God bless all of us, our children, especially our precious children, no matter what their age, especially all the little girls and boys out there. and their families, especially our plant. And remember, I really want you to think, not panic. Thank you for listening to this latest episode of DW Investigates. And now, dear listener, no matter what your age is or what, no matter what you're hearing my new episode here, on today's today's for tomorrow the biggest question for you all is this who do you think actually did the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders was it the prison escapee named Gary Eugene Hart who was uh, supposedly in the area at the time or was this actually done by a real life monster who was lurking around the campsite that nobody knew about back in June 
1977. So who do you think? Let us know in the, in the notes. And if you are hearing Tuesdays for Tomorrow for the very first time, either from Spotify or Spotify Podcasters or iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, either on Facebook or Twitter, now X, or any other kind of social media platform, no matter how old you are or where you are on, on the face of the planet, we sincerely do welcome you. Uh, we do hope that you do like listening to all the other episodes, including this latest episode here on DDR Investigates, live from Tuesdays for Tomorrow. If you wish to follow me here on Tuesdays for Tomorrow, here on Spotify Podcasters, or on any other kind of social media platform that you are hearing my podcast on, no matter where you are or how old you are, you are more especially welcome to follow me here on on Tuesdays for Tomorrow, live from Spotify for Podcasters. For now, ladies and gentlemen, I bid you all good night, and may God bless you all, and I'll see you next time on Tuesdays for Tomorrow.